you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f- best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Welcome to Buckets. My name is Matt Moore. I'm the senior NBA writer for the Action Network. This is the Thursday workshop. We break down the lines hot off the presses. Get you ahead of all that line movement unless weird things happen like happened on Wednesday. It's a bunch of random crazy stuff has happened with lines lately. Uh, we will cover all those scenarios and more with my guys tonight. Professional better Raheem Palmer joins me. Raheem, how you doing? Life is good. Get old. I just turned 36 yesterday. So, I mean, we just in here just trying to pick out some winners, close out the NBA season right. Yeah, you didn't tell me yesterday, so I'm not telling you happy birthday. You don't. <laughs> you don't know, so too late now. No, no gifts, no cake, nothing, no balloons, no banner for you, Raheem, um, at, the, at the ripe young age of 36. Joe Delera, NBA analyst, how are you? I'm doing okay. We're, uh, we're surviving. We're surviving. We're looking forward for these games coming up. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and break down the Thursday night slate in the NBA. Everything we talk about can be found in the award-winning Action Network app. Make sure you download it right now. You're not going to regret it. You're going to be like, oh, man, where have I been? If for no other reason, if you're live betting these games, it's got a half da- halftime countdown timer. Let you know when halftime is so you can get those bets in and know what your timing is. Get your snack, get your halftime bets in, et cetera, along with all sorts of information you're going to want and need to do your betting. Check it out, the Action Network app. All right, Raheem. I already know where you're going with your first bet. I cannot believe where you're going with your best bet. We have all these great games on the slate. A Titanic matchup in the Eastern Conference with the Nets taking on the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, We have a big battle with Paul George back between the Clippers and the Bulls. Important things on the line for both of those teams. And yet you are going to take for your best bet... The Atlanta Hawks, both teams are on a back-to-back, so the situational spot doesn't matter to a certain extent. But the Hawks are at home in this matchup, and they're laying five points. And I think this number is actually a little bit short. I mean, like, first things first, when you look at this Cleveland Cavaliers team, they're not going to have Jared Allen. They're not going to have Evan Mobley. And believe it or not, their defense is just as bad as the Atlanta Hawks post-All-Star break except for they actually don't have an offense. They're scoring 112 points for 100 possessions. 
I mean, they're really struggling. They have a net rating of minus 3.4 since the All-Star break. Guess who has a better net rating? The Atlanta Hawks at 1.8. And this team is second in offensive rating. They could score the basketball. So you give me two teams who aren't really going to be able to defend, and you give me one elite offense and one bad offense, it just lines up perfectly. I actually make this line six based on post-All-Star break numbers. But then when you factor in an Evan Mobley out of this matchup, it's a real bad spot for the Cleveland Cavaliers who are going to travel east after playing the Dallas Mavericks and who these two teams are actually playing on a back-to-back. The Atlanta Hawks are playing the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're 11-point favorites. The Cleveland Cavaliers are playing the Dallas Mavericks in a game in which they're catching two points. So it's a real bad spot. Atlanta Hawks would probably blow out the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Cleveland Cavaliers will probably find themselves in a dogfight. So I think I'm going with the Hawks on this one. I think, you know, they're going to be the more rested team. They're at home. They really need the game to actually stay in the playing race. So I, I think it's a good spot for them. 16 and 15 is a home favorite this season. The Atlanta Hawks are so like not, not as bad of a number as it was early. They had a really bad start in that capacity. Nate McMillan said before the game versus the Thunder, this is a taking care of business spot. You tell me that the Hawks are in a, quote, taking care of business spot, and I start to get nervous. Like, that's who they've been this year. Is They're just like, they're painfully inconsistent. They do not take care of business. Um, Hawks is a favorite on a back-to-back this season, two and five against the spread. Um, Hawks this season as versus teams that are 500 or better this season. Um, I hesitate on this i think the collins injury matters more here like i just don't think that, that i don't want any part of the hawks if, if john collins isn't playing the mobley thing does matter he's out the next three games jared allen's probably not going to play i think how they play versus this mavericks team actually i think determines a lot here uh, but let me ask you this okay let's say that the mavericks the line has done weird things we're recording this on thursday night the lines have weird things in that mavericks Cavs game if the cavaliers lose that game by double digits like the mavericks just smoke them because they're, they can't do anything without Mobley and, and Allen. This line moves to what, do you think? Probably seven. Okay. I don't think it's going to get too much further than that. All right, you, you've only got this at six versus a line of five. Is that the cutoff of six? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking six. I mean, this is a, a real small edge. I'm digging. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think their team total is like 112. Maybe that's an angle. If you don't feel like the Cavs can defend them. Yeah, that actually may be the angle. Joe, what do you think on this one? I definitely lean the Hawks. I feel like the Cavs have just been a total tailspin. And I think that Atlanta at this point too, I think it's kind of crazy, but maybe they can make some noise in the East. Like the East is just not looking as good as it, as it did like a month ago. So if they can get into that eight seed, you know, with, especially with Brooklyn playing a tough game, you know, tonight against Milwaukee, you know, coming up on the same, on the same slate, maybe they, maybe they have a shot. So I, I really, I do like the Hawks here a lot. And I think that they might, maybe they'll try a couple of things against the Cavs and uh, kind of experiment for what they might try to do in a playing game. Okay. Best of luck to you both trusting the Hawks. I will just, <laughs> I will wish you well. They are a team. I rarely bet. And I think that's how much I hate the Cavs at this point. <laughs> Joe, what's your best bet for Thursday? I really am looking at this game. I'm looking at the Clippers and the Bulls. And I really am at the point where I don't trust Chicago to do anything. 
And after, after this effort that, you know, the Clippers put forward against the Utah jazz granted, like I have my reservations about the jazz as well. The fact that we're giving them three and a half points on the road. Like I I like it. I'm going to take the the Clippers plus three and a half here. The amount of wings that they have is I think problematic for Chicago. Uh, I think that Paul George coming back, I think you could really say whether he's injured or not, you could really, you probably make the argument at least uh, that he's the best player on the floor. So I think that, you know, I like the Clippers in this spot. I know that they're not trying to, they can't really move up. They can't really move down in the standings where Chicago kind of has that type of motivation, but the Clippers need to get it rolling. They got to get back into a rhythm. So I think you're going to see them really push and, you know, and try to get, get going out there. Um, so I, I like the Clippers plus three and a half. I, I just don't trust Chicago and their 20th ranked defense. Whereas, you know, the Clippers, their offense has struggled, but when you add Paul George back into the mix, their offense is still not the best, but their defense is locked down. So I think that that could really bother the bulls here. So I'll take the Clippers plus three and a half. Yeah, I've got this 2.3. I don't want any part of it. I think um, it feels like this is going to move the other direction. Like, I'm a little surprised, honestly, that the Bulls open as favorites. Like, yeah. I, I like I wouldn't be surprised with this close pick em, Raheem. What do, what do you have this number at? I have it at four, obviously. I mean, there's no Paul George, I mean, other than that one game. Okay, well, let's, well, let's start. Numbers. No, hang on. Let's start. Let, we can do this, right? So let's start there. We got, we got four uh, for the full. Is that full season or since All-Star? No, that's, that's post-All-Star. Okay, post-All-Star. So four, let, Paul George objectively at the books is worth three points. Like I can tell you that one. That's multiple bookmakers have confirmed that that's the number on Paul George is three points. So if we move mm-hmm. the Paul George three points, they, uh, that already gets us value on the Clippers here at, at yeah. one, right? That moves it to the Bulls minus one. I do think this is going to move the other direction. I don't think if you're going to bet it, I would not bet it if this moves the Clippers as a favorite. Would you no. Jeff? No, I don't think so. I think the lowest you could really take it is, you know, maybe like a two and a half. Like I like the three, the three and a half, because it's getting me outside of one possession here. And that's, that's part of why I like it. Cause they, I do think they can keep this close at the very least. I struggle to see this being more than, you know, like a possession type of game. Like I could see this coming down to the very end. The total on this game at the early line um, is two twenty one and a half. and a half. That feels light to me i i i kind of like the over in the spot um i've got it totally disagree okay you're on the other side of it why it's actually 223 at bet 365 too okay i I totally disagree the bull i mean the bulls haven't been able to score at all they were 104 against the knicks 107 against the wizards 109 against the pelicans 98 against the bucks like this offense has really really been struggling and this clippers defense I mean, you got Paul George back in the lineup. Joe mentioned it that he can give some some problems to DeRozan or Levine. So, and I mean, we know the Clippers can't well, score. So, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If we're gonna use recent, okay, clean the glass. Twenty fourth in offense for the Bulls last two weeks. All right, yeah. fair point. Clippers are twenty seventh in defense last two weeks. Fair, but even if I use my full season numbers, I have it two seventeen. Yeah, but the full season numbers are always going to skew towards the under because we have this first. Yeah, that's true. Guys yeah. I mean, what's your what's your post all star yeah. number on this? Two ten. What? Yes, that's low. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm off of it. Here's a big thing: Is Hartenstein or Zubach going to play more? 
they yeah. cooked the jazz with Hartenstein and he he's playing really well. Hartenstein's awesome, yeah. But Zoo's mm-hmm. also like their starter. And if they're playing Zoo, it's drop, which means Zach Levine and DeRozan just getting three mid-rangers off the pick, like constantly. Even with those guards yeah. coming over the top of the screen, and even with Paul George, I still kind of think that 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 Bulls I, mm-hmm. I will say this. I don't think the Bulls offense is going to continue to struggle to score. Like they yeah. got too many weapons. Like that that mm-hmm. Chicago, yeah. Chicago should dead cat bounce if nothing else here in a little bit. Yeah. Like I, I think they've hit the bottom of the well. I I don't think that I don't look at these last couple. I think the Bulls are banged up. Like the guys have been in and out. Levine's been been in and out. I do think their last two week defensive numbers are a little skewed though, because it's the five games are the Jazz twice, the Nuggets, the Sixers, and they had one game against the Raptors. So the Jazz offense is still they're still scoring, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, look, mm-hmm. it's possible that the Clippers are just like in a bad two week stretch. I get that. Um, like, I, mm-hmm. and they're eighth for the season, for sure. And I, I, I mean, if nothing else, honestly, if you're gonna play the under, maybe the play here is honestly like the fact that the Clippers' offense still isn't very good. Like, yeah. it's still, it's still twenty six for the season. Yeah, I think I'm not gonna play it. But are you gonna are you gonna bet the under, Raheem? I need to think this through because a lot of times when my number is this far off, I have to wonder what it is I'm missing or what my model was missing. They opened at 223, and points bet has 224. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, what am I missing? Mm. And I want to see what the market does, because, I mean, I think that's telling. If, if we wake up tomorrow, does it go up? Does it go down? I don't know. No way you're betting the over. You're only betting the I'm over. I'm not betting it. I'm only betting under. As far as the side, I'm a little scared of the Clippers, because in the, the fashion in which they won was, it was scary for me, because had they won that game and they were in it the whole time, I would feel better about it. But the fact that they had to come back from down 25 and the yeah. Jazz were carving them up, and everybody saw that. And then the line's only three and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, that, that's what I don't get is, is right. Like, you would expect this to be much closer to a Pickham or Clippers favorite with PG back. Yeah. And the fact that it's not, that honestly is like, they're, they're I mean, the books are, are asking you. They're like, no, 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 we want you to bet the Clippers. Please, please, yeah. please. Come on, Paul George back. Why Why don't you want the Clippers? Come on. We're giving you points with the Clippers. Uh, and that that to me is a very big, I never want to be in a situation where the books are, are asking me to take the side. Um, yeah. It makes me a little bit nervous. And I'm, and yeah. I'm just saying thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We have to talk about the big game of the night. We get, got to, got to. Sixers, Pistons. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it's <laughs> the Sixers might lose, honestly. Like <laughs> it's, it's 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 Bucks Nets. Uh, the Nets are one point favorites in this one. Raheem, I've got it. Pick them. I've got it exactly at zero point zero. Uh, that's for full season numbers, which honestly is going to skew a little bit. Like those numbers are useless. We've talked about this with the Nets and that stretch where they didn't have any have KD. And all of these types of things, just not the same teams. Bucks coming off a big win versus the Sixers. God, Giannis was insane in that game. Like I, I've been, I have a lot of money on on Nikola Jokic for MVP. I honestly think Giannis might deserve to win it. And one games never shift me this much. He was so goddamn dominant versus the Sixers in that third quarter, fourth quarter stretch. I walked away being like, "That's the best player in basketball." I don't care. That's the best player in basketball. Um, all right, so Nets are one point favorites here. I am stubborn on this that I think the Bucks are better. Bruce Brown's been giving them the Nets very good minutes. Andre Drummond and Seth Curry are giving them very good minutes. 
Kyrie's numbers have actually not been that good. They lose the home opener last weekend versus the Hornets with Kyrie. The first game he gets to play and they lose it. Raheem, what do you have for the side for Nets, Bucks? I Listen, guess let's do like since All Star. I haven't had a pick them. Okay. I have the Bucks pretty much by half a point. Okay. So look, I mean, that's still two points of value, right? Like yeah. objectively. Let me ask you that when you got a spread, but it's a one, you, when you've got an edge of usually, like if the line's five and you have it three, there's value. And if the line is five and you have it seven, you have value on the other side. If you have a line yeah. where it's one and you have two points of value where you think the wrong team is favored, like what's the comparison of value for you in that spot? Mm, I mean, it's tough. When my model makes something a pick them, I'm trying to decide what team is going to win in that spot more than anything. And I, I think for this game, I, I really don't know. I think the Bucks defense is shaky. I think we saw that against the Sixers. Like, I think the Nets are going to be able to score, but can the Nets even stop the Bucks? So the first thing I look at is the total. This feels like a, this feels like a fire yeah. drill over to me. Yeah, so total in this game is 238. Whew! Whew! Boy, that's a lot of points. But I lean towards it. I found this out when I did the guide for Sixers Bucks. The Bucks since the All-Star break are allowing the second most three-point makes per 100 possessions in the NBA. And the reason the Sixers had a lead at halftime was they bombed from three. And the reason the Sixers ran out of gas in that game and lost was because they stopped hitting three-pointers. Um, the Nets, obviously, Patty Mills, Kyrie, KD, Seth Curry, Bruce Brown, a lot of three-point shooters. If the Nets give up those kind of threes, maybe there's value on the on the on the Nets here. I do. It's two thirty eight. What do you put the number at, Raheem? Those All Star break numbers puts it at two forty nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I mean, pre All Star break is two thirty one. So I, I think I think two forty is probably the right number. <laughs> Whew, okay. Oh, the Clippers and Bulls borrow some of those points. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joe, what do you think on this one? I lean the Bucks just generally in the Eastern Conference. Like, I like the Bucks a lot. And this game, I, I think I might look for a live bet opportunity because if I can get the spread, like, I know, like, the, like the other night when the Bucks played the Sixers, they went down and at halftime, it was like Bucks plus seven. And it just feels like against the Nets uh, or like a team that like is going to struggle probably defensively. If the Bucks for some reason just go cold for a little bit, me if I can get more than two possessions at any point, I mean that might be a big ask. But you know, even if I can get more than one possession at some point, I might look to live bet Milwaukee here. At the end of the day, I think they can outlast them, uh, especially the fact that they can kind of attack in every single way. And the Bucks transition defense is some of the best in the league. So if it forces the Nets into, you know, like a half court position, I'm a little concerned. Like, I, obviously, the Nets can score really on anybody. But like, I'm, I'm a little concerned even with maybe betting the total if it gets that high, just if it forces them to play, maybe not the style of ball they want to do. I like the over. I still like the over. I, I think the Bucks have kind of shown that they just can't defend the three-point line. They're giving up a lot of those, both where their their rotations are at. Um, the Nets are going to put up points. I don't have any doubt about that. And yeah. I, I don't trust, like, Milwaukee's going to send Giannis to the line 15 times. Like, yeah. they can't stop him. They got nothing. They got nothing for him. 
Yeah. So, um, mm. This is a big game. I think the, the Nets probably want to send a little bit of a message, right? I think I'm going to stay away from the side. But I, yeah. do, like, yeah. I do like the yeah, play on the total for the over. Uh, usually in this spot, I'm going to be betting. I want the Bucs on the money line just because I think they're a better team. Something about this spot, I just think I'm, because of the Bucs, that three-point thing, I want to see them fix their defense a little bit before I go back in. Yeah. Um, one more we got, we got to talk about. We got, 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 got to talk about it. <laughs> The Utah Jazz are 11 and a half point favorites tomorrow versus the Los Angeles Lakers. No Anthony Davis, no LeBron James. Well, Anthony Davis is doubtful. This one might move if, if he gets upgraded tomorrow. If they move him to questionable, he's playing tomorrow. That's your, your, your tip there for navigating the, the injury reports. Mm-hmm. He's doubtful today. If on the injury report tomorrow morning for the, the Lakers, it lists Anthony Davis as questionable, just assume he's going to play. You'll see the line move. Like the line will, will move two points on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Raheem, Jazz just blew another 25-point lead. You and I debated at the early season, like, maybe we don't want to, like, maybe we're not going to fade the, the Jazz in the playoffs this year. And now I'm absolutely 100% back. We are fading the shit out of the Utah Jazz in the playoffs. Like, there is no doubt that's what we are doing. Um, against the spread as a double-digit favorite this season, the mm-hmm. Utah Jazz are just 15-7. and seven. They have seven losses as a double digit favorite straight up against the spread as a double digit favorite, they are six and 16, 27% as a double digit favorite. The Los Angeles Lakers are without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Maybe can we bet the Lakers in this spot, Raheem? No, the Lakers are beyond comprehension. And look, if LeBron James was playing, I would say yes. But I think you've got to go Jazz first half. I think the Jazz first half, yeah. they'll bomb away from three. And if they choke it, they choke it. But first half, they're going to come out with a vengeance. I like it. I like the first half play. Joe, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, the, ja- the Jazz just <laughs> I don't know. The Jazz just blow. Like, it's, like, the Lakers are bad. Like, I think, like, yeah. I think we can say yeah. that. But uh, just looking at the schedule, I, I tend to agree. Like, I don't. I would be surprised if Anthony Davis and LeBron play tonight against the Jazz because they play on Friday the Pelicans, which is probably a much more important game game. for them. So, like, they they need, like, all the wins that they can at this point. But, like, I I would be surprised if they split them because I think that they want to play AD and LeBron together to probably try to maximize it. But probably I'm just going to watch it. I I don't trust either team. Raheem, let me ask you this. If this was yeah. the Pist- if this was the Pistons plus eleven and a half, are you betting you have to take the Pistons? Yeah, yeah. got to take the Pistons. I mean, the, the, the like, Pistons are covering every what? single game at this point. We're, we would take the Pistons <laughs> over the Lakers as a as a double digit dog. This is, I mean, this is crazy. I'd rather have Kate Cunningham than Malik yeah. Monk. Like, <laughs> I'd rather have Kate Cunningham like, than Russ. Yeah, That's where we're at. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers don't even like. I mean, right now they're playing mostly small ball. I'd, I'd rather have like. Jeremy Grant, they just have better players. Like, wow, wow, the Pistons <laughs> just have better players. Wow. All right. Um, so no play on on Jazz Lakers outside of Jazz first half. I do like Jazz first half. Um, I do have, however, a parlay to bounce off of you, uh, which I can never get anything more than a, I don't hate it out of Raheem. So I'm always trying to like improve it. Over Bucks Nats 238, Clippers okay. money line plus 135. Sixers minus 575 versus the Pistons money line. 
that pays four twenty seven. I like them all except for the Clippers money line. Uh, here's the thing: if if Joe's right and just like the Bulls are bad, like yeah. just like the Bulls are bad and they're not going to be good until they get Lonzo back, they're out of, they're out of mm-hmm. gas, they're out of steam. Clippers have a lot of momentum, feel good. Paul George back. Here, here's a good question: If Paul George had played the entire season, what's this number right now, given where the Bulls are at? I'll say minus one. Okay. I kind of think the Clippers might be favored in that spot. Yeah. Like, think on the road? Yeah. Even on the road. Even on the road. Just because, look, look where the Bulls are at right now without Lonzo, how banged up they are. They're still trying to get Patrick Williams, like, reintegrated, right? And then, like, if PG plays, the Clippers are probably what? Like, the fifth seed? Yeah. Because they, they, they were winning at, like, a 56% clip or so. Before and I mean he only played however many games. Like given so. how good, like given how good the Clippers have been with Paul George, yeah. like I think this this is either a pick'em or Clippers minus one. See that? Okay, I can definitely see that. Like maybe I'm wrong, but like even oh, let me put it this way. Um, all right, it's three. The line's three. We do we expect it to move towards Clippers? Are we in agreement on that? Yeah, I think it might go to like two. Or is it going to get reverse line bet the way that the games were today, Raheem? That's that's the question because we had a bunch of games we thought we were going to go one way and it went the and the money and tickets came in exactly where we thought they were and it moved the other way because sharps came in. I mean, we've already seen movement on this game already, and we had certain books open it at four, went to three and a half. We had one book open it at three and a half, it went to three. So it seems like the it's movement moving. is coming in on a yeah, it's moving towards the Clippers already. So I think that's kind of the key here is like I still think there's value on on Clippers money line because if it gets to like two, which I think it might. I think Paul George, or even if it gets to three, like Paul George is worth three points of the spread. That gets us to, that gets us to pick him. And at that point, plus 135, we're getting 35 cents. Yeah. And I think 365 has it at plus 150, okay. which is significant. Okay. So if you can get, if you can get, uh, get that, you know, maybe shop around, always shop around. But I kind of like this, uh, this parlay. Over Bucks Nets, Flippers plus 135, Sixers to win. That gets you 427. That's a, that's a tasty three-gamer. Yeah, it's juicy. I don't know. I'm just, I'm real weird about the way they won a game. I think, you know, as you can catch the Clippers when they're down 25, I mean, they seem to win more of those games than anybody else. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll take the Clippers money line. There you go. Um, (laughs) I'm playing. (laughs) uh, You know what will happen is like the Clippers will coast in this one. They'll lead by 15 the entire way and the Sixers will lose to the Pistons. Like, yeah, that's what that's what'll happen is. Yeah, <laughs> is the Sixers will mess it up. All right, let's gonna wrap it up for the workshop. Thanks for joining us. Our thanks to Gifford Gould for producing this episode uh, and Dan Titus for producing the podcast. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow with a big picture episode of Buckets where we'll break down the MVP race. It's time to get in detail after the latest odds movement and the straw poll that came out following uh, a little bit of writing I did when I told everybody to go ahead and get in on that last Friday. My thanks to Joe Dallaire and Raheem Palmer for joining me. We'll see you guys again next time. Let's get buckets. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. 
at hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.